Hi, I'm Pastor Brad Inman, and you're listening to the Orange United Methodist Sermon Podcast. We're a church in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, that wants to help you find your place in God's story. And we hope this sermon can guide you along that journey. Visit orangemethodist.org to find out more information about location, service times, upcoming events, and ways to give. We hope you enjoy. morning, church. It is so good to be able to be together once again as we gather for this time of worship. What a strange season this has been, but I find that keeping that rhythm of still making an appointment to spend this time with God has still been enabling us to be fed, to be strengthened, to be connected with one another. So I give thanks this morning that you have taken that time to continue to live life in that same rhythm as we worship together. Let us pray. Lord God Almighty, I give thanks for your holy word as it was written and has been handed down from generation to generation. A word that reminds us of the way that you are a God that is always with us. You are the Lord. And we are your children. So, Lord God, as we give thanks for your holy word, as it has been read, now may we receive your word as it is proclaimed. By the power of your Holy Spirit, would you transform the words that proceed from my mouth and as they fall upon our ears and penetrate our hearts, may they be changed into the word of God that we need to hear today as individuals and collectively as one body. Lord, we pray this. In the name of Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit. And all of God's people said, Amen. Many people believe that the words of Deuteronomy are the words of Moses in the final months of his life. Knowing that his earthly journey was soon coming to a close, Moses wanted to be able to share and remind the people Of all that God had done. Moses wanted to remind them that God was the one that delivered them from Pharaoh and the Egyptians. That God is the one who parted the Red Sea. That God is the one who provided the manna and the water. Moses reminds them that God is the one who led the people of Israel through the exodus and through the waters. Moses wanted to call them to look back and remember. In fact, in chapter 6 of Deuteronomy, we have Shema, Shema, which serves still as the centerpiece of Jewish prayer services. And these words are even so meaningful and important to us, for Jesus himself repeated them, reminding us, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. These words of Moses are a way for Israel to be hearing these words. We're not finished with the journey yet, but we will be soon. And when they finish that journey, they will enter into a new land. And they're not to forget what they have been through. They're to remember. Remember all that God had done 
And they are to be reminded of all that God has said. They're to be obedient. They are to remember how God had been the one that delivered them. They're not to be like those who had died in the wilderness because of their lack of faith and their lack of trust and their lack of memory. In fact, chapter 8 begins with these words, as Pastor Corey just read a few moments ago. This entire commandment, I command you, that you must diligently observe so that you may live and increase and go and occupy the land which the Lord promised on oath to your ancestors. Remember the long way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness in order to humble you. Testing you to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commandments. To remember the long way which the Lord had led them these 40 years. You know, 40 is an interesting number that we find several times throughout the scriptures. In fact, 40 is mentioned 146 times in the scriptures. Reminded of how the rains of the great flood fell for 40 days and for 40 nights, and how Moses lived in the land of Egypt in Pharaoh's house for 40 years. And then Moses lived in the desert, in the wilderness, for a period of 40 years before God called him to deliver his people. We know that Moses spent time on Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights on different occasions and we know that he even sent spies into the promised land for, hmm, wonder how long? 40 days. Elijah went on, went 40 days without food or for water on, at Mount Horeb. Jonah preached repentance to the people of Nineveh for 40 days. Let's see, there seems to be one more that comes to mind. Jesus spent time in the wilderness of temptation. 40 days and 40 nights. Throughout the scriptures, the number 40 symbolizes a time of testing or a time of trial. It's also a way of saying a really long time. 40 days is longer than a lunar cycle. So 40 is longer than a month. 40 years is longer than a generation. And so we are reminded in this number 40, many times it's just conveying a really long time. And we use expressions today, 24-7, eight days a week. 40 doesn't have to necessarily be a specific reference to a specific amount of time. And when Moses has proclaimed that God has been with them these 40 years, he could also be saying that God has been with them this entire time of trial in the wilderness. All this time of testing. All this time of wondering. And the thing is, when he says these 40 years, they're still in the 40 years. They're not into the promised land. The promised land is, it is on the horizon. But many times the things on the horizon can still be quite a ways off. Now God will lead them into that land that has long been promised but after 40 years of eating manna and doves and drinking water from rocks, they are about to experience something new. 
And so as Moses has been reminding them to look back and remember, he's also inviting them to look forward and see what God will do. As he says in verse 7, For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with flowing streams, with springs and underground waters welling up in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land where you may eat bread without scarcity, where you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and from whose hills you may mine copper. You shall eat your fill and bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. What a promise. What a promise that they are about to enter into when they get into that new good land, when they get to the land of the wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates and olive trees and honey. They are to remember these 40 years. They shall remember all the ways that God has led them. They shall remember all the ways that God has tested them. They shall remember all the ways that God has fed them with manna when they didn't even know what it was. In fact, I love that, that the word manna literally is a question asking, what is it? For those 40 years, they didn't even know. They shall remember how, as he said in verse 4 also, your clothing did not wear out, nor did your foot swell these 40 years. The time in the wilderness may have lasted these 40 years, but the day is coming when they shall cross the waters of the Jordan into what would be their new home. As I said, Moses' message to them is twofold. It's looking back to remember, but it's also looking forward to the promises. Friends, I stand before you today on day number 255 since we entered into a time of shelter at home and quarantining. That day was Thursday, March 12th of this year. And the remarkable thing to me, in a way, is that 255 days before that day was the first day that I became a part of the Orange United Methodist Church family. So what I'm saying is that this very day, I have spent half of my time with you in the pandemic. That's crazy to me. In fact, tomorrow, I will have spent more time with you under quarantine and lockdown than I had when we were able to be with one another. And so for eight months and 11 days, I was able to meet you and greet you. And for eight months and 11 days, we've had to do that from a distance. For 36 weeks and three days, I was able to visit you and to be in the hospital with you. And now for 36 weeks and three days, we've had to check in remotely. Prior for 255 days, we were able to fellowship with one another, sit in the same room for committee meetings. And since that time, for 255 days, we've had to do that by Zoom. As we joke around the office, this has been the longest march ever. 255 days. 
Eight months and 11 days. 36 weeks and three days. These 40 years. In some ways, I feel like Moses as they're approaching the promised land. These 40 years, this time in the wilderness. But one day, one day we will cross the waters into a promised future that God has set before us. Yes, we're still in these 40 years. But one day we will enter into a time flowing with streams. Rooms full of full hearts, full bellies, full of love, and full of laughter. And when we do, let's not forget these 255 so far days. Let's not forget these 40 years. Let's not forget the way that you made Easter crosses and put them on display in your neighborhood so that other people could see and come to this reminder of what God has done through Jesus Christ. Let's, let's not forget those signs of hope that you placed in your yard, showing love and appreciation for essential workers and all who helped hold us together. Let's not forget the ways that you recorded yourself in a virtual talent show that helped connect us together to share in inspiration and cooking and even laughter. Let's not forget the Pentecost cakes that you made at home to help celebrate the birthday of the church. Let us not forget when we get into that new land, in that new time. Let's not forget the way that we gathered up, lined up our cars, decorated them, honked our horns to celebrate our graduates with our first ever graduation parade. When we get into that new land, let us not forget the email devotionals that you took part in last year during Lent. And let us not forget the email devotionals that you wrote throughout the summer and those that we're getting ready to be inspired by as we approach the season of Advent. Let us remember and not forget this time. Let's not forget the number of volunteers that came to this space to help assist with blood drives so that people could come in here and to donate blood, the very life-saving blood that so many people needed in these times. Let's not forget the way that we have still been able to connect with small groups, with the women's book club and Sunday school classes. Let's not forget how technology held us together. Let's not forget all the families that were fed because of your Generosity, in fact, just this Thursday, 150 families received boxes of food to help sustain them, and to help them be reminded of something to give thanks for. Let's not forget the way that we've continued with our Backpack Buddies ministries. Let's not forget the way that through your generosity, we were able to feed the staff the day shift and night shift of six bed tower at UNC Memorial, many of those who are treating so many of the COVID-19 patients. When we get into that new land, let us look back over these 40 years. Let's remember. Let us be reminded of how God sustained us. Yeah, we're going through trials. Yeah, we're going through tests. Yes, we're going through the wilderness, and it seems like it will be 40 years before we get out, but it won't be. But we see on the horizon, 
a promised time, a new day. We know that God is leading us there. We don't know when, but we know that God will lead us into that new land, a new time. And when we get there, let's not forget. May we never forget these 40 years. May we never forget these days. They will be a memory. But may they also give witness and testimony to what it is that God has done. Now, folks, we're not there yet. But God's not done yet. And when I look back over all those things that I just said and reminded of what you have done during this time of pandemic, I can't wait to see how God is going to continue to use you in the days Weeks, months to come. And may we never forget that it's all because the one that has delivered us through that and the one that has led us to this. God will lead us across those waters. And may we never forget this time. Let us pray. God of grace and God of mercy. By your strength, by your might, by your spirit, you have sustained us through these 40 years. Lord, these days have been so long and strange. But what holds us together remains true. That you are the Lord God Almighty, Lord of heaven and earth. And so, Lord, we look back in today and this week, may we give thanks As we break bread and share and fellowship with our intimate families, Lord, may we still be able to give thanks. And may we always remember how you were with us through these times. Lord, we pray this in the name of Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit and all of God's people said, Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. Please join us again next week. In the meantime, you can find us online at orangemethodist.org.